Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, humans and computers. Jeff Bezos went to space this week. Last week, it was Richard Branson. It's become something of a hobby for billionaires to have their own space program. Elon Musk has one as well. Now, both Bezos and Branson went to the edge of space on a tourist trip. So they did, they did essentially the same thing, but it's interesting to compare how they did it. So Jeff Bezos is a computer guy. Obviously, he's made his billions with computers building Amazon. And his spacecraft was fully computerized. You just press a button, the thing goes up, the thing comes down. The computer controls the whole thing, and the would-be astronauts on board just don't have anything to mess with. Branson, on the other hand, is a an aeroplane guy. Like he's run an airline, he has employed pilots, and his version was a piloted one. He had two pilots on the carrying plane that would lift his rocket up, so at until they released the actual rocket plane, which would then take off into the into the higher atmosphere. And that one also had pilots. So Branson was the had an approach where there were human pilots supported by computers. Bezos has an approach where the computer runs things and there might be some people, there's hopefully some people on the ground who can uh, take action if something goes wrong with the computer program. Silicon Valley represents this computer-centric way of thinking. And the techno-optimism of Silicon Valley has been obvious in a lot of things that has been implemented lately. Now, the optimism isn't always quite warranted. We've been talking about self-driving cars, like fully autonomous cars, for years and years. And even though Elon Musk continues to promise them, they're not here yet. And Elon Musk has his own space program and his Crew Dragon capsule, which looks very cool and futuristic, and the computer can fly it, but it does have manual controls. So he has come to realize that he can't make his Teslas self-driving, and even in space where there is there are no pedestrians to run into, then he has still decided that he does need the humans. Now, Bezos runs an organization where the computers can fire people. I'm not sure if you meet a human if you're hired as a driver at Amazon, but you surely don't meet one when you're fired. The algorithm just figures out that you're not performing the way the algorithm was predicted you should perform, and it doesn't care about roadworks. It just cares that you're not living up to the predicted performance, so as a driver, the computer will just fire you. Branson, on the other hand, is more of an entrepreneur. He's built a couple of hundred companies. And the way he does that is that he has a vision, an idea, he has the funding, he has the contacts, he hires good people and he lets them do their thing. Like he couldn't run, micromanage hundreds of companies. So he just hires good people and let them work on 
achieving the goals that he has set for them. So obviously he would be an adherent of having humans fly his spacecraft. Back in the early days of the US space program, the Mercury capsule didn't have a window. And NASA believed that the computer would run the whole thing. So the astronauts were basically along for the ride, proving that the US could send a man to space and back, take him back down without killing him. The astronauts were naturally not thrilled by just being passengers on the ride. So they, were, they felt they were being treated like the chimpanzee who had just been to space before them. So in the first space mutiny, they decided that they would refuse to fly until NASA put in a window. So eventually they prevailed. And at huge expense, the Mercury space capsule was redesigned so it did feature a window. That proved fortunate because on one of the last Mercury flights, there was a massive equipment failure. And astronaut Gordon Cooper had to hand fly the aircraft. And what he did was he would draw lines on his window so he could keep his spacecraft aligned with the star constellations that he had chosen. If he hadn't had a window, he wouldn't have been able to fly, to hand fly his spacecraft. He would have died up there. And maybe the US would never have put a man, in, put a man on the moon. So an over-dependence on computers, that's been a way of thinking that's been around for a long time. And we've found time and time again that we do need the humans. So there are two approaches to building things. Either you have the computer in charge and the human can intervene if necessary. Or the human is in charge, supported by the computer. What's the approach you're using in your organization? Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.